Shauna with her heartbeats t-shirt on. Yes. Jeanette, you're looking beautiful <laughs> over there. Thank you very much. I appreciate yes. it. You ignite, ignite your fuego. fuego. Ignite your fuego, Ooh. baby. Yes, I haven't done that in a while. Ba, ba, ba. I've been practicing. We need to insert um, our, our fuego baby in here. Yes, we yes. I think that's something that is needed. Well, okay, ladies, we are here. Episode 37. 37. Yes, yes, yes. 37 episodes. That's crazy. That is, that is letting go of perfection. So that's our topic for today. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I have enough paper for this, but <laughs> Faux part episode. Exactly. I know, right? I feel like this needs to be like a chapter one, <laughs> segment one, dot one. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah. So letting go of perfection is our episode for today. Uh, so yes, 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 yes. Hey, Shauna, you good over there? She good. She, okay. We'll keep it rolling. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> All right. So the struggles of maintaining perfection, speaking of, <laughs> right? Yeah, the struggle is real. So we, we talked about this one even before coming on to the episode. We had talked about a few things that we could even add to this episode. Yes. Hey, Shauna, yeah. <laughs> maintaining struggles, right? The struggle is real. <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, who, people always ask us like, where do our episodes come from? Where do our inspiration come from? A lot of it is what we said, just from conversations, just mm-hmm. things we're experiencing in our own life, stuff that we may run into. So we came up with a bunch of different show topics and mm-hmm. supporting questions <laughs> and some answers, not all the answers. We don't have all the answers, but we came up with a lot of things to kind of discuss. So the first one is the struggle is real with maintaining perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Before we say that though, like my thing is I never thought of myself as a perfectionist until one of my friends was like, uh, yeah, you definitely are. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I've been told I've been controlling. She was like, yeah, because you want things to be a very specific way. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess defining what perfection looks like in your life, because Mm -hmm. some people don't think that they're perfectionists, but yeah, I think we all have a little bit of that spirit up in us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know I do. (laughs) Trying to like Mm -hmm. chronological order. No, number one comes before number two, but no, (laughs) maybe there's a 1.5 or maybe there's a (gasps) 2.1. I don't have that perfection so like we were talking uh-huh. about this um at, at my book club for my job and um I'm a tell me what 
the goal is and when it has to be done and i'll where i don't care how the order goes in the middle as long as i get to the end result but i i still have to maintain a certain level of control over mm-hmm. the end result <laughs> the, is the timeline it has to yeah. be this is I know, i'm the timeline girl yes and it, it's so funny like just who you gravitate towards like i you know i work my nine to five and me myself and another colleague had a conversation recently about a goal for this team that we're on we were invited to be a part of something and we're like both of us are like okay what is the overall theme what are we trying to get to and we both just started laughing because there is a group of us that our project managers and that's how we sort of operate so when something kind of goes off the tracks <laughs> we we have i watch how it's like six of us that sort of work together i watch how the six of us sort of handle it right mm. and i'm gonna say i've been doing the work <laughs> through the result of this podcast and then with you ladies and other communities and i've gotten better i will say i'm a little bit more relaxed but then when looking at my other colleague we were just laughing because we're like wow that is the project manager you're in us right and it is funny to the point of wow we really trying to be perfectionists in in doing this can can we allow space and room to let oh all right well you said 10 but now it's 10 30 it's 30 minutes what's what's the big deal what nobody's gonna die right let's just get this done let's just relax a little bit but I can say the last year has has helped with that, you know, being you know, having having to sit down for a year and 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 unexpected things. So that, that that's been the blessing when it comes to my struggles with perfection. Yeah. What about you, Shauna? Yeah. Mine starts way back to single digit age. <laughs> <laughs> always. Shauna always returns to her childhood because she can pinpoint exactly where yes. it's from or how it started. It does. It's it's it runs, it's a it's a thread that runs through my family tough. Mm. And uh it's something that I watched and saw. And so I will say this: I do love structure, I love organization, I love you know, I love things to be in a certain, certain order. But I think that sometimes we could tip that over a little bit too, you know, too harshly. And we, and it ends up, you could end up being just so hard on yourself as you grow up. So for me, it started with upbringing. I've been working on it for a while. I always knew I had it. I was always told from even kids on the playground, you know, it's just, you know, (laughs) you're bossy. You're always in charge. You think you know everything. My response, I do. (laughs) I'm a kid. I was supposed to tell you, I know everything. But um, as you grow older and you learn, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't know everything. And um, so what I decided to do was try to work on myself and not worry about other people. Because I do care about other people. And I I was caring too much for other people Mm -hmm. that I was trying to apply my professionalism on them. Mm not cool. And I had to learn um, a couple instances, examples happened in real life with me with some friends that I realized, oh, I need to step back. And I need to really be looking at myself. And it's not not it's not getting to a space where you don't care about others and worry about them. But I had to understand why do I feel like I need that much control on myself and on other people. So I kind of had to do this backpedal and start doing some self-discovery work and start fleshing out and cleaning that out. 
I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now. And I will say what my professionalism shows up is where Jeanette, where you were talking about, you, you, you start and then you have, you like to control the outcome of it. Mine's, I, I, I do that too, but I feel like mine's is more heavy with the steps. Mm. No, it has to be this step. Yeah. And then this step and that, nope, this step can't go over here, you know, and then it's just the way my brain operates. And then sometimes when I was younger, I used to feel like I was failing myself if certain things didn't go a certain way. And when I went through the experience of not being able to walk for a year and having to be put in a vulnerable position to rely on other people down to having to somebody take me to the bathroom that's when I started realizing half the crap that I'm holding on to is not worth it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, why are we trying to make a peachy perfect lifestyle when life is not perfect? You know, now perfection to me is what's perfect for you, you know? And that's the flaws, the chaos, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs. Jeanette, if I, if I may say, we give Jeanette a compliment about her household her household is noisy and she loves it. She loves all the different personalities from the children and, and what happens and all of the action. It's like a movie happening in her home all the time or like many episodes. And we get to enjoy pieces and parts of that through Marco Polo. And we're and I love when she comes and she was like, my house is noisy and I love it. I know a lot of moms that would drive them nuts. Like that, that, that would be like, no, it can't be this way. This is where the noise ham is in this corner. This is where, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I feel like I, the three of us, I know, uh, have been working real hard on letting go certain parts of that with mm -hmm. us. And I'm with you, Linda, the heart of chat is a place where I'm really growing a lot and learning and I say this all the time. I go back and listen to our content and watch the videos. And sometimes I'm taking notes off of our episodes. And when I'm stuck or I'm struggling, I'm like, okay, what would the heart of chat, what does the heart of chat say about this? You know, that's so funny you said it because I was talking to um, Navana, my oldest, about um, some shifts that I want to do in my business. And I was like, asking her, like, well, what do you think? Should I do this and that? And she was like, I mean, what advice would you give somebody else if they were coming to you with that same issue? I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're right. This is what I would probably tell them. And she's like, okay, so then you already know what to do. But it's always harder to tell yourself to do the thing that you tell other people that you can so easily, you know, help other people with. Um, but I feel like that's the biggest thing with perfectionism is um, it's because it's not that we're trying to be perfect for ourselves, right? It's because we're trying to be perfect for other people. In most cases, I don't, I mean, some people put pressure on themselves, but I would dare to say that most people is to make other people feel a certain type of way about what they're doing. For me, um, one of the things that I have wrote down when Shauna was speaking was just like being able, not being able to say no to people. Mm -hmm. For me, that's probably a form of perfectionism because if I say no and I can't do something, it's almost like I'm failing or I have failed you because I'm not able to do it for you. Or yes. you you wanted my help and I wasn't available to help you. And I can't help everybody all the time because I have to be able to help myself, but I will let myself down. No problem, whatever. Jeanette, put that aside. You don't have to do that to go help somebody else because I want to appear as to always be able to be helpful. 
um, not that it's not genuine, but I just feel like I, I read this in a book recently. It's more about just, I think I might have mentioned in the last episode too, one of the last episodes we recorded, but like not feeling needed. Like, mm-hmm. like that would be, I, that would probably be the worst for me. if like people just like, we don't need her for anything. And like, I was just by myself and nobody asked me for help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs me anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that though. You're feeling that kind of, you have that it factor that you're like, okay, I can do this. And feeling that, feeling that need and that you're wanted, mm-hmm. it sort of gives you a boost. But then yeah. how many of those can you have? Can you have 10 of these things? Exactly. And, you know, it's for a nice round number for you to get that satisfaction. But 10 <laughs> is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Back so. off sometimes. Yeah. It's, um, it's a could- lot. I can relate to that, Jeanette. I feel like you and I are uh, have a lot in common on a lot of different things. I don't know if it's the time of the year we're born or, but <laughs> I feel the same way where I love helping, 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 helping. And I remember just always being that way as a kid. I, I even remember being told from adults, you can't help everybody. You oh, can't yeah. help the world, you know? And I used to think, yes, I can. <laughs> you know, yes, I can. But I had to learn how to, who to help, when to help, and how to help. And um, through my number one go-to meditation, always lets me know what spaces and places I'm supposed to be in and what part I'm supposed mm-hmm. to play for others now to the point where it's, it's so harmoniously balanced in my life for me that I know that I'm still serving and taking care of myself while I am taking care of others that I may choose that I know that I'm supposed to be helping. So I'm just glad I'm at that space because I used to want to help a thousand people if Mm. I could, you know, and eventually my brand and my purpose and my bigger why is to be able to create an organization that will help people that are in need. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's my bigger, like my whole like retirement planning <laughs> would be a philanthropist is that like, that's like my thing. And that's for me, it will be the best way for me to work my zone of genius, which yeah. is assisting others and genuinely from the heart mm-hmm. and, um, and be able to help masses of people through an organization that I build up. Yeah. One of the things that kind of helped me with letting go was just like, you know, sometimes you read something and you'd be like, oh yeah. Okay, fine. Like not feeling bad about not being able to help everybody. A great philosopher once said, his name is Tupac Shakur. Yes. (laughs) I might not be able to change the world, but I can impact the person that could change the world. And so sometimes just doing your work, but even if you don't, you're not able to help everybody just know that there might, the one person that you help might be the person that can save everybody. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and looking at it like that and not feeling bad about not being able to do all the things. And that kind of helps me put it into perspective when I feel like I'm falling back into that space. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, you don't have to help everybody, but you just have to help the right person. So mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it's making the connection to somebody that can do so. Maybe mm-hmm. you're that connection to right. that next person that can then take it forward and that's okay that's a form of still you know if you want to say this like scratching the itch or you know calling being that person you're still 
giving of yourself because we still have to ultimately at the end of the day still be ourselves Mm -hmm. so that is what it'll take you don't have to do it all but maybe you're the person to connect and so I, I found I find myself in that space a lot just just doing that piece of it and but still okay yep I've I've done it I've scratched the itch I've I've helped I I provide resources Mm -hmm. but not not necessarily having to do it all where I used to be doing it all and doing everything and now it allows me room to you know to continue to grow so and like I feel like you do things so seamlessly right I mean and you know we're on the other side of the screen but it just looks like everything like Shauna you can correct me if I'm wrong like I just feel like everything flows for Linda That's so like oh yeah, yeah I'll take care of that check I got that done <laughs> and then she's just always seems so calm and just very like put together and nothing causes her stress <laughs> yeah. it's a, I, you know some, i would say it's true about half the time but sometimes <laughs> maybe just like all the chaos like everything is looking like this background that i have right but we sometimes the stuff going on back here is a bunch of chaos and locomotive trains running through stuff and then when i show up it's like whoo got to get it together for whatever reason it, that it might be whether it be for work whether it be for a presentation you know, staying up late to type in a doing PowerPoint slide five minutes before a presentation. So many of my colleagues are listening. Yes, that actually did happen recently, but we show up and we, we present and then it's like you, you exhale, you know, but that's so. what you really, I think that's what you excel at. And maybe that's what it is that um, people don't really understand is you're great at being present, regardless of what's going on when you have to show up for somebody or in a certain way you're always 100% present in that moment and you're not trying to do 50 million things and multitask all over the place. I mean, you still might do some multitasking, but it's small stuff that doesn't really impact it. But maybe that's what it is and what people should probably work on is being present and letting that other stuff, it's just going to have to wait because this is where I need to to focus on. So yeah, yeah, like when you said that, I was like, oh, she's really great at being present in the moment. Yeah, it's uh, because there are things that go on there family you know challenges and just like stuff crazy crazy stuff going on and then taking care of things you know with my mom making sure she's okay got you know julie making sure she's good you know miles is away at school so there's you know stuff there you just want to make sure that um you know trying to keep it all together sometimes i just sit on the couch and stare at the wall because it's just sometimes it's like okay i got too many things going on if i try to make a move right now which one of these 10 things am i going to do maybe Maybe it's just sitting still. And I love what you said, Jeanette, and thank you for that. Just sitting still, being present at this moment and not trying to be perfect at all of those things that are going on because to 10 chances to one, it's probably going to mess up something. So when I need to focus on a PowerPoint presentation or doing something for the job, it's like, okay, these next 10 minutes, I'm focused on this. Doesn't matter what else is going on out there. I've got to focus and get this and show up as my as my best self, which I try to do most of the time. Sometimes it's like I'm sleeping, I'm <laughs> Tired, but I know I've got to do this right that I, that I have to present but getting to that point and sort of you know making the noise be in the background where where you can I think that does help with that mm-hmm. yeah I agree flow. yeah and so we talked about too speaking of that how life flows without the pressure of perfection I think that's a good segue into what you said just the the pressure mm-hmm. of just getting it right maybe it's not about getting it right maybe it's you know being present and just you know being being still and working on the one or two things that you know you can do 
whether you do it perfectly or whether you do it in the present moment and getting those things right, okay? Mm-hmm. And right doesn't mean necessarily mean perfect. It could be close to being, right doesn't necessarily mean perfect, right? And oh, I think right. we, you know, we kind of, it's what's right for you. And right. you're, if you're, you're happy with it, you present it to the world, or maybe it's something at home, a new process or whatever, and you're, you're satisfied with it. I think that's another word too. Oh, I like that. that yes. Satisfaction. Yeah. Satisfaction. Yes. I found that if I, when I do this, because I can't do this all the time, but sometimes when I'm going after goals or just anything simple, like maybe laundry or getting the house in order, sometimes when you think about the whole thing is overwhelming and it causes anxiety, you know? So what I found is like taking small bites or small steps. Like, um, let me give you an example. Like one time, this was back when when you could have parties and people came over and <laughs> you didn't have to worry about getting <laughs> sick. Um, it was like, okay, how do I work a 60 hour week? And I have this party plan for the weekend, you know, and not to get like stressed out about it. What do you do? So I took like several weeks and I did small little steps. So, you know, one step, organize one room, another step, organize another room, but don't mess up the other room. Right. Another step, you know, purchase some items, you know, a couple items after work twice a week or whatever. And I did it in such small steps so that when the party came, it came together, like I wasn't running around with my head cut off. You know what I mean? So whatever goals or whatever you're trying to go after, I think if we take smaller steps, we could, we would get that satisfaction that Linda was saying versus it having to be perfect and then it would be because it's all about feelings it's all about how you're feeling for yourself and not beating yourself up that's 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 oh my goodness I had that problem for a long time I had a college college instructor tell me why are you so hard on yourself where did that come from you know just because I had straight A's and a B and I was upset about my grades Because I wanted straight A's. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I didn't know. want the B. I know mm. so many of those kids that are like that. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Ooh, some of my kids. Yes. But um <laughs> I totally understand. Yes. Yeah. I can relate to that. Um, with taking small steps and not beating yourself up. I think for me, like um, kind of where I found myself being able to let go of the pressure of perfection COVID help I'm gonna tell you because you can only do what you can do right yeah um and I know some episodes in the first season we talked a lot about it and just about like you know how it's kind of allowed you to slow down and look at things from a different lens and for me like even with I'm moving my girls to homeschooling um this is something I was going to talk about we were so like Linda said we talk about a lot of stuff before we start recording because yes. we, we gotta like catch up and, you right. know get all the things yeah. out and I was like, after a hundred marco polos we still gotta talk before we record mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay this is something for the episode but um <laughs> like for me like homeschooling them was something i have been wanting to do and i and i believe i could do it successfully and you know for years if i really wanted to but I know right now with the way our life is set up and all the things that are going on and what my children need, it's best for me probably to send them back to school mm-hmm. come the fall. Um, everyone has to do what works best for their family and what, what works best for them. And I feel like in letting go of perfection, um, 
it's important that you do the things that work best for you and not try to fit it into someone else's box because you're going to stress yourself out. And so you have to like take a step back and look at the whole picture and say, okay, yes, can you do this? Yes. But are you going to be able to do it as great as you would like to do it? Or if you do it to that level where you want to do it, what other things are going to fall by the wayside because you're trying to force this one thing to be perfect? Because I said I was going to do this and people are going to look at me like, oh, I thought you said you were homeschooling. Now they're going back to school. And it's like, mm-hmm. guess what? I talked to my children and, and asked them what they wanted. And you don't always let your kids make their own decisions, but it is great to find out how they're feeling. Yes. And COVID has already been a lot for everybody. So yes. Yes. For my mental health, for their mental health, <laughs> this is what we are, we are going to do. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like just really looking at the whole picture sometimes, taking a step back and say, okay, what is stressing me out? And you'll know what it is because it's like that one thing that is causing you a lot of stress mm-hmm. and you're over, always thinking about it, always trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. Um, and then figuring out how to like change that one thing would, would help in some, some ways with letting go. Yeah. Yeah. And asking for help too. That is the other part. Ooh, we, yeah. <laughs> Jeanette, <laughs> asking for help. So awesome. I think I, I always talk about my PowerPoint presentations and I do a lot of them. So anybody listening out there, if you're in any <laughs> kind of corporate something, you know, you've got death by PowerPoint. That's Ooh. like my life right now. But even just PowerPoint being, Excel spreadsheets. Oh yes. Excel spreadsheets, death by PowerPoint, you know, whatever it might be. But, um, yeah, it is. <laughs> I had to work on something recently and I was like, it's for something really huge. Like it's going to be seen by a lot of people and it's a sort of a collaboration effort. And the old me would have been like, I've got to get this done. It's not, these are my words, it's going to be this. But I was like, you know what? I wrote the first couple of, you know, bullets and I'm like, hmm, I, we have someone that I can work with from a communication standpoint, reached out to her. We collaborated on it. That's right? huge, Linda. Yes. And then I let somebody else look at it and we just, wow. and it was so I felt calmer, you know, because it wasn't perfect. My bullets were like, oh, I'm like, ooh, that doesn't sound good. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I went and started working on the next thing until it was time to actually focus on that thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about it all the way up until I had to work and present it. The old me, that's a long way for me. Wow, that's really good. That's really good. So it so that so that's an example of you know you're you kind of have something that you're that you're working towards. You know it has to be a certain way because you're presenting it to the masses, but just doing the work up to the point, I was like, I'm not gonna stress about this. I'm gonna get I'm gonna ask for help. And a lot of times people are looking at you because you're the expert. They don't even know what's supposed to go there and what's right or what's Mm -hmm. wrong. Like, you know, but they don't, they have no clue. Like you are the expert. And Mm -hmm. literally, like, I remember telling like my employees that when I said, had them like do like conference, run conference calls for us. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm like, look, dude, or like even just getting on the call with like a sales manager and like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. I said, they don't know. They're literally calling you because they have questions. I'm like, you're the expert give them the answer. And if they come back and say something wrong, tell them, no, you're wrong. This is how you do it. Right. <laughs> so a lot of times like we're so worried about stuff that people don't even know that that was is not how it was supposed to go, turn out, look like, you know, even in recording these episodes, it's like, oh, well, we might have skipped two bullet points that we wanted to do, but like, no one knows unless you tell them. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Do you know how many bullet points we've skipped in the past? <laughs> 
get sidetracked in the yeah. bag. Like, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. I think recently one of our episodes, we it was supposed to be about something, and we started talking about movies up front of the episode. I was like, yes, this is perfect. <laughs> one of our research, and do y'all know? Just a quick sidebar: that movie that we were talking about in the previous episode actually came on yesterday. My cousin Vinny. Yeah, I, I was so excited. I was so excited. I screamed. I was like, yes. And I sat right on the couch. I know I was supposed to be folding clothes. But I sat on the couch. Classic. That's one of the ones you get. That is a classic. <laughs> so yeah, and I think sometimes too is you know giving yourself grace. Mm-hmm. So and that's I think like you said, Jeanette hit it on the head. COVID quarantine season helped with with this being sort of forced to sit down. Nothing mm-hmm. went as planned, and this, there was this meme going around saying, "Okay, so all you employers out there who ask what you're going to do in five years, you all got the answer wrong." <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Where will you be in five that's years? So I didn't think it was going to be sitting on my couch, but you know what? Maybe that's a good thing that I was sitting on my couch, you exactly. know, for all of 2020 and part of this year. So I think you know, give me yourself grace. That never don't fear you know missing out on something because sometimes that's it too we're fear we're gonna miss something and like Jeanette you talk about your business like if I don't do this website for this client I'm missing out Shauna the speaking engagement I have to take it even though I know I'm moving across the country but I'm gonna still try to fit it in yes. you know, Linda you know you got 15 powerpoints to do you know you shouldn't be out here trying to edit a 5,000 page manuscript but I feel sometimes we feel like we have to fit all yes. of these things in but I think yes. you know making it yeah. And I, I want to add to if, if anyone's out there that can pinpoint where if, if they are struggling with uh, perfection, perfectionism, and they can pinpoint it from their childhood, uh, working on breaking those limitations, you know what I mean? Because those things were enforced and on you beyond your control. And then you look up and you have these habits and you have no idea where they came from. So just rewriting the story, like we always say on here and coming up with your own way of, because it's all about how you feel. How does your mind, body, and feel after you do, or, you know, you set up your life the way you want, you know, like, so for me, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to move, to relocate to North Carolina. And for me, you might be moved by the time this airs, right, Linda? Am I moved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might be moved, heartbeats. Yeah. I mean, they know they know we pre-record. I'm just saying, I think you be in your new, new place. Okay. Yeah, and for check, me... Check this real time, y'all. Right, she's checking real time. And for me, for me to let... A part of letting go of perfectionism is... I think one of the reasons why I love nature is because there's really nothing perfect about nature, like the trees and the bushes and the land and, and, and the animals. And it's just, it's, it reminds you that things can be so beautiful just the way they are, Mm -hmm. you know? And so for me, it's, I'm looking at nature right now as I'm speaking, that's why, (laughs) but for me, um, that's one of the calmness that uh, nature gives me. And it makes me feel really good about that, which is one, one of the biggest reasons why I'm moving is because I want more days to where I can be outside in nature mm-hmm. because it speaks to me in a way that being indoors doesn't. Mm. Yeah. 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 By the time this airs, you'll be very close to moving. So this, I think this episode oh. airs mid-April. So, oh, okay, not yeah. yet. So but, not yet. We're getting there, okay, though. 
Yes. Yeah, so very, very excited for you. In that. Thank and, you for looking we'll at that. we be closer, of course. And we'll be closer because we'll I'm be in the closer. Maryland area. So you're like right in the middle of where we're, we're living. So I'll, I'll be about four, four and a half hours from you. So really, really cool. I'm very excited about being closer to you, ladies. Yes. yes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're excited. Man, as soon as you told me, Alanda, we were like, oh, this is how many hours? It's like the perfect, <laughs> yes. the perfect middle, middle, middle Yes, yes. And I've made the drive to Raleigh a couple of times. I've driven to Savannah by myself. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. um yeah, really, really good, easy, easy way mm-hmm. to drive. So very I'm exciting. Happy. I've, I've I have some family in that area too. So very, very cool. Thank okay. you. We're excited for you. One of the um I know we, we're reading this um, book in our um, book club. We haven't started yet, but I've read it twice already. And then one of our book clubs that um, we're in, the three of us are in with another group there. We're reading this coming up. And one of the, my favorite quotes from there is very simple is done is better than good. Like just get it done. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think this is a great book for anyone to read. It's called Big Magic. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But it really talks about because it's, you know, we hold ourselves back from getting things done because we want it to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then because you've sat on it so long, waiting for it to look a certain way. Now that I, and she talks about how ideals and things are, I guess, in not so many words, they're basically they're fluid. And so, like, an ideal comes to you, but it's, it's only going to stick with you until you execute it. And if you don't do what you're supposed to do with it, it will leave you and go to someone else. And it might not look wow. exactly like you've done it before, but it'll look very similar to the point where you're like, that is like the exact same thing I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody that you've never talked to about it before. And, but you, it will be undeniable that that was something that you sat on entirely too long. And so I think that's a great book for anyone that just struggles with moving forward because they want things to look a, a certain could way. you read the is this a, there's like a subtitle to, could you read the cover because there's something on there that drew me in it has something um, to do with creative yeah um big magic creative living beyond fear mm, yeah, that's that. what i that yeah. yeah i need that book mm-hmm. i must read anyone yeah. hoping to live a creative life that's awesome yeah that'll yeah, definitely that's, that's me good. that's who i am right now and how many times have we said that? Like, oh, I had that same idea and then somebody executes that. How many times? I mean, yeah. I've done it a bunch of times. <laughs> like, darn. Gotta be ready. Gotta, you gotta be ready. Be, gotta be ready. Yep. Yep. It doesn't have to be perfect. You gotta be ready. Exactly. For sure. So for our listeners out there, like, what are some ways that they can dismiss the perfection myth? Just maybe an actionable step or two for them to sort of take away here. Um, for me, I think it just goes back to what I was saying was like, really look at like, who are you trying to be perfect for? Like, is it someone else that you're trying to please? Or is it, you know, yourself? Like, are you like trying to beat like your best? You know what I mean? Like if you're a, a track, if you're running, if you're someone that runs track and you're just trying to beat your next best score, or are you someone or time, or are you doing it because someone else is telling you that it has to be this way or you have to be that way? So I think that for me would be like, just the first step and just um dismissing like the fact that you have to be perfect is if it's not for you and your own personal goals like I think Shauna gave us a story um some episodes ago about how her husband ran that marathon and she was he was I wasn't first I wasn't last but I finished and that was what I wanted to do it didn't have to look like anyone else so I feel like that's the first step just figuring out who who are you doing it for is it for you or for someone else yeah I like that Jeanette that's good that's good 
What about you, Shana? When it comes, I would. To when it comes to yeah, when it comes to that, I I I would go back to journaling or processing it, taking some type of time to figure out where it came from. Yeah. I think finding the root of it could help you solve or or at least come up with ways that you can, you know, debunk it. I, I think it's worthy to try to find the history of it. If you can, we can't find the history of everything that we do. But if it's that important to you, just, you know, really trying to find out where did that come from? Why did it occur? How did you fall into that pattern? And now how can I get out of this pattern? How can I rewrite it? That's what I would say. Yeah. I like the history part, looking at that. And I think too, I mean, surround, I always have this thing about just collectively surrounding yourself with with great people like that, that bring the best out of you because I mean you have that too sometimes those are influences that say oh this is what you must do you should be doing this and you, you don't want necessarily yes people around you you know all the time but you you still want to have that connection and be around like-mindedness we talk about that a lot I think in almost all of our episodes we either mention it or we we talk towards it's it it's crucial yeah. It is the history of it, but that like-mindedness, being able to bounce ideas off and you all can say, okay, then you're being too rigid here. Let's, you know, let's sort of move on and we will come back to it later. It's okay. You know, and it's like, oh, it's like, you know, hitting you over the head with the, with what's that thing, homie the clown, Boop. you know, just like, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I had to, I'm sorry, I had to go there. I had to take it back, y'all. But no, seriously, <laughs> just sort of, you know, just making sure. I think they're having the right people too. Because they, they can tell you. Yeah. Like I think what Linda's saying is get you a Shauna, someone that always reminds you to have fun. Yes. Thank you. Glitter for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that is some new Zoom features, by the way. Um, <laughs> I can't wait today to really have an actionable, you know. Oh. I think it's coming. But for now, I'll give y'all that. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. I can be on her computer like, dude, I'm just going to throw confetti every day. <laughs> I woke up today. <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree. That's what I agree, Linda. I think that is really important because we can be really rigid sometimes. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. part of what draws it and keeps it going. And so having that person that just says, hey, no, put it down. Relax. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have never sat on the couch so much. I'm like, hey, couch. Hello. Nice to meet you. You know, like, how are you today? <laughs> I definitely have a new appreciation for my home post-COVID because yeah. it's just like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I ain't going back. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Linda. I'm staying in phase been, one. Me too. I'm in phase one. It has been wonderful. I feel like I've been able to connect more with people. I, I talk to friends more, family. If I don't hear from somebody for four or five days or three or four, I'm like, oh, where's this person? Hey, just check on me. How you doing? Just to, I just feel more connected as weird as that sounds because we've been forced to be apart, but I feel more connected. If that sounds yeah, weird. Definitely. You know what I think, Linda, uh, I don't know if this is what, how you feel, but that sentence that you just said, feeling more connected, even though we're apart, besides the technological piece of it, which thank goodness we have Mm -hmm. um, to be able to do that but I feel like in a sense it it has allowed you to be able to really care for yourself Mm -hmm. mentally physically emotionally and spiritually yes without drowning yourself with others Mm -hmm. so it's a way where you can still reach out and touch 
but get back to, okay, I'm still here. And now, you know what I mean? Before when we were out and hustling and the bustling and everything, you were drowning yourself into other people's situations. Not, not, not just you. I mean, yeah, you as in people, mm-hmm. people in general, mm-hmm. we were doing that, you know, it was just, I got to go over such and such house. I need mm-hmm. to take this over there. Oh, such and such is having a party over here. We were pulled in so many different directions because we're social beings and that's what we're supposed to do is socialize. But I think that this has allowed us to be able to pour into ourselves, to be able to stand firm on our philosophy, such as to school or not to school, to virtual school or not to homeschool, you know, see what I'm saying? And it made it a lot easier for everybody to say, hey, this is how I have to run my life. This is the way I'm going to do things. I do love and care about you. I will reach out to you, but it's going to be done in this manner. And because it has been, because the game has changed with that, people can, most people respect it. Mm-hmm. a lot better than they did before yes yeah. yes i think it gave people the permission they were looking for to say no mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. it did yeah, yeah. <laughs> and reset your circle yes reset your circles you knew mm-hmm. it was really oh it was it was a beautiful eye opener for me i loved it it was beautiful i would tell you i'll tell you all the time quarantine was good to me and it's so crazy like as things start to open up a little bit more and different states south carolina just be cutting all kinds of restrictions like oh we're not gonna <laughs> live in fear we're gonna just open up everything but you kind of slowly see it creeping in and i even caught mm-hmm. it on myself like adding this and adding that and can you do this and what about that and then i was i had to back up like whoa hold up yeah yeah you are back you are teetering on being back busy again yes, all the time. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i don't want that I want. I want my covid life back. yeah i know i know the first time i went out in a year almost a year to the date it was march 14th 2021 so just a you know a few short weeks ago i went to see my son at, at school they uh, opened up the school to let uh, the parents in to come watch the final basketball game uh, of Randolph-Macon in a school out in Indiana called Trine. And they're, they're the number one and number two teams in the Division Three NCAA hoops. So they put Ooh, together yeah. and they put on this, they were able to do it because we didn't get to go to the dance this year because it wasn't enough D3 teams that participated in the season. And that was the first time in a year that I've actually driven my car outside of the, the wow. radius that I live in. It felt weird, it's but weird, great. Right? So I was like, I'm driving now, you know. <laughs> I'll do this. I can do this. So it was so, I mean, it felt so good. I got in the car, went down there for the day, watched the game and came back the same day. So for me, it's a couple hours drive, but it was, you know, great to see my son and some of the other parents. And it was like 20 of us in the gym. We were all like 15 feet apart, but it was, that was the first time I had been out in a year. Congratulations to Miles and the boys. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Yes, they won. Miles, if you're listening, you know, mommy loves you. I know I'm embarrassing you, but yes, we it was so great to to see them and just to see the other guys. And they they were, you could tell they were just thrilled. So that was the last game. So the season is officially over. And yeah, we're we'll be back in November. But it was it was just great wow. to be able to do that. So so that's the other part of it, you know. Get yeah, hunker down, but also kind of dipping your toe in the water, yeah. getting out a little bit. But yeah. for me, it had been a solid year. Anybody that knows me, it goes back to what you two ladies were saying: being out this dinner, that dinner, over this person's house, that person's house. You know, getting back into those things. 
but it's about saying yes to the right things and mm-hmm. and like when you got that call under like you was like I don't care what was supposed to happen today this mm-hmm. is what's important and this is where I need to be and I want to be yes. and that's why and that's all that matters right now it was and yeah. that is the yeah. perfect feeling yes yes. I got the call like the day before it's like I got a text actually because you know you can come to the game tomorrow I'm like what I was like dropping my phone any and everything anyone knows Linda's a planner she probably already had that day planned out to the T you know I yeah I did well it was when he did because we didn't know we were like oh we're just gonna watch it on the thing all right I was gonna watch the game you know whatever and sure enough I I flipped this house upside down (laughs) got the clothes ready I was ready to go (laughs) We're so happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate your support on that too, because it was Mm -hmm. very exciting. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, awesome, ladies. I love this. I love letting go of perfection to our heartbeats, ladies and gentlemen, our listeners. We love this. So there'll be plenty of gems dropped that you're here here, and also in our show notes and the book recommendation, Big Magic. Yes, that will be in the notes as well. Awesome. Any final thoughts, ladies? Anything you want to add? Good. No, I think this was really great. I feel like we have um, we have so much more thing, so many more questions and things to talk about around this topic that we might bring bring a few more episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> around some stuff that ties into this. But I would just say, always remember to choose yourself and do what feels good to you, um, and try not to please everybody. Yes, I love that. Awesome, awesome. Shauna, do you want to take us out? Yes, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Ignite your fuego, baby. We have heartbeat t-shirts. We have sweatshirts. We have hoodies. Don't forget to get your coffee mug and your planner all on our store. Our store is live and mod for you so yes please go get those items and if you're not on our mailing list please go over to our mailing list and you will get something every needful monday from the chat and come back next week and every week everybody because it's gonna be fuego baby come back yes thank you lady love it, Have- love it. <laughs> bye lady <laughs> bye, bye.